Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Stabbed Ego Project, where every single week we'll be discussing ego, enlightenment, and other cool topics. So I do have to apologize, first of all. I was running a little bit late last week with my with my podcast, uh, with the episode, because I learned a big lesson. I, you know, I'm forever making mistakes and hopefully learning lessons from these. So I just went on tour of New South Wales. I'm now living in Brisbane, and I left my my laptop at home thinking that I could uh, borrow other people's and, and, and still have the same apps on the, the computer and stuff like that, but it, it didn't work out like that. So anyways, I learned a valuable lesson and I'm sorry for having the, the podcast run a little bit late. I was getting some messages, which is cool. I'm like, well, these people are actually waiting for it. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. I'm lo- uh, Something else I'm loving, I'm, I'm really loving this process of, of holding this podcast. It's been, what, three weeks, so this is episode four. And what it's allowed me to do, I've, and I'm hoping it's the same for you, but opening up this conversation and speaking about these certain things that, that I've spoken about in the past episodes, it's, it's, it's allowed me to observe a lot more in my life as well. So, you know, I, I'm capturing my, if I'm speaking to you guys, I've obviously want to, want to, want to practice what I preach for lack of a better sentence. And, and, and it's, I'm observing, observing a lot more, and at, in times of judgment, I'm like, I pull myself up, and I'm like, hang on. and and so yes, yeah, speaking about it and, and communicating it, and that being being open to speaking about it has allowed me to observe a lot more. So please keep the conversation going. Don't keep it to yourself. Spread the love. Spread the word. Share your perspective because it teaches you more as well. So keep spreading that love. So this week's episode, first of all, like I said, I was I was having a tour of New South Wales. Tour went. Went fantastic as it always does. I spoke at a few high schools, some parent nights, and uh, uh, reducing stress workshops as well. So it was a, it was another big week in 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 and across Sydney and New South Wales. I received so before I get into the 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 story and the and and the lessons learned from this story, I've, a couple of things happened to to me this week which I observe and which I learned some lessons from, which I love. You know, big things happen throughout my week, and and I'm sure when you stop and 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 look at your life, big things happen in in everybody's week. You know, but we sort of just get caught up in our heads and just sort of bypass them. But specific moments, specific people that we come across, if you stop and and observe it and and see each each person and each you know thing as a as a lesson, and try to get what you can out of each contact with different people, whether it be a negative or a positive contact. You know, everything everything in life's a lesson, but you've got to observe it as the lesson rather than just skip through life and be stuck in your head and just judge and just keep walking. So a couple of things happened in my week that I'm going to speak to you about. First of all, I received a, a message from a young guy who's in high school at the moment. He was asking me about my podcast and he, he wants to hold his own podcast. He wants to communicate with kids at his own age, which is great. I love that. And he was he was asking me you know, how much I spent on, on the setup of my podcast. And he said, because he's he's getting a loan off his dad, which is, you know, I love how keen he is. He's getting a loan off his dad, him and his friend, and they're going to spend about two grand on the setup of the podcast. And I didn't want to, you know, say it's a bad idea or whatever if, if he had already done it. So I asked him, you know, have, have you already paid for this stuff? And he said, no, 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 it's still in the making. I said, okay, great. I said, I actually, so he asked me how much I spent. And <laughs> uh, to set up my podcast, I spent 70 bucks. You know, a, a lapel microphone which is connected to my phone, and I've got a free Anchor app, a, a free app, which is like an app that ho- ho- records and hosts the 
the podcast and it distribute or I distributed out to to all the other platforms. So seventy bucks. Actually, I lie. I I was I, I got two microphones. So when I'm interviewing people, so it cost me one hundred and forty bucks. So I'm actually glad I got two microphones because I've already lost one. <laughs> well, it'll come up somewhere. But anyways, so seventy bucks is all it takes. And this kid's looking at spending two grand, you know, because, and the lesson learned, the lesson learned here is, you know, a, a lot of times in life, you know, when we get ideas or get, you know, these goals in life or get these new passions that we think that we have to get the best of something, we think we have to sit down and do months of planning. We have to connect with certain people. We have to get other people's perspective, which is, you know, for sure, get other people's perspective. We, we, again, we, we think that everything has to be perfect before we start implementing things into a into our hobbies or into our new goals and perfection or perfection can just thinking how many goals or how many inventions or how many uh passion how much passion perfection stopped it would be mind-blowing things don't have to be perfect things aren't things are never perfect things i'm sitting in my car now which 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 is which is my recording studio with with a 70 dollar microphone attached to my shirt you know, I'm going to obviously get better and better, and 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 I know even even from my second episode, the audio wasn't the best because of the platform that I uploaded. Like there was, so I'm learning as well. If if I waited for perfection, I would be four episodes deep into my learning in mean, my um, podcast platform. So I'm four episodes deep, and I'm still learning. I'm still you know getting things better, and. Some people are like, oh, I heard a bird fly. I heard a bird in your last podcast, or I heard an airplane fly past. Yeah, that's cool. If if you don't want to listen to my podcast because you hear a bird in the background, then unfortunately, then this podcast probably isn't for you. You know, nothing's perfect. If a bird's going to put you off, or if a or if a plane in the background's going to put you off, then you need to do some internal work. So nothing's always perfect. So if you have ideas, if you have, you know, don't get me wrong. I want I want this this thing to be as professional as possible. You know, but that's not me. I'm I'm raw. I'm 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 not perfect, and none of us are. You know, stop trying to be perfect. Stop trying to, to make sure everything's everything's in line. We've got the the best equipment. We've got the 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 best contacts. We've got you know, nothing's always perfect. So if you have ideas, if you have hobbies, dive into them and learn along the way. Just make shit happen. <laughs> Just do it. So if you have something on that you've been wanting to implement, wanting to get structured, do something today that, that that's going to take a step forward for that. Whatever it is, maybe you have to research something. Maybe you have to. Maybe you do have to buy something, but don't have to, you don't have to buy the best, biggest and best thing. Just buy something that's going to get you along the way for now. Later on, when you've made money from this 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 business, or when you've when you're doing a lot better, then you're for sure. And if it's something that's that's needed, then buy the best equipment. But for now, just dive in the shit and make it happen. Okay, so that, so my main man, I know you're listening. Um, if you, if you have bought that equipment, great, good, that's cool, that's cool as well. Dive into it, and if you if any. Any any other advice, I'm happy to help out, my man. So if you're listening, big love. <laughs> if you're not listening, listen. <laughs> or someone tell him to listen. <laughs> so that was my, that was the first little lesson. You know, like I said, these little things happen in our lives, little conversations, little things. So but we can all learn learn certain things. So I, I could have just told this guy and, and not learn anything from, from that lesson myself or not being able to communicate a lesson from that as well. So being open-minded to each little person you meet this week and, and little um, events that you come across because everything has a lesson if you dive deep enough. So keep diving deep. So that was the first one. So another huge thing happened this week, like massive for me. Like I use that word a lot, massive. I saw it in my last, I heard it in my last podcast. So I'm going to try, cut back on that. <laughs> But again, I'm not perfect. 
So I, I've been getting into my yoga and, you know, the past few years I've just been trying to lift weight, getting, getting big, getting, putting on some size because being overweight, I lost a lot of weight, lost like 50 kilos and I was really skinny. Then I wanted to put on some size. So, you know, there's been a constant process for me of, of looking at bettering my body and, Lately, I've sort of not detached from that, but my main focus has been my yoga, being more fluid with my actions, with my spirituality, with my breathing, just being at one with my body and going inside of my body and and observing my body and, and feeling the energy force within. And it's been a really cool process. And I'm always looking to progress in any area, you know. And and my yoga practice is one that I've wanted to wanted to progress in. And there's this this thing that happened this week. There's uh, a guy that I've been in contact with over these past few months, or even even over the past year or so, who was in my life, well, dis in 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 my life like at a distance, probably fifteen years ago during that harsh time of of my life. He I saw him as an enemy back in the day, and back then a few of our boys fought with him, and and there was some some big drama and fights, and and this guy was was an enemy. And he was an enemy formed through other people's opinions of him because I didn't, I, had, I hadn't even met him. So I saw this guy as, as an enemy and somebody who, you know, I don't speak with. And if I did, I was, you know, my friends would think I was a piece of shit or would bag me or, you know, think I was a dog or whatever for speaking to one of the enemies. See, again, I, I, I kept my distance. However, uh, after being through that, that you know, uh, basing my opinions of other people's perspectives and, and, and now living my life through my beliefs and through my observations, you know, I've dropped, <laughs> I haven't totally dropped, but obviously dropped s- s- certain harsh aspects of ego that, that, that have limited my, my relationships and my, my, fr- just my life really. And, and dropping that about certain, and about people that I haven't even met and dropping it about everybody really has opened up my eyes and my heart to, to genuine relationships. So what I'm getting at here, this guy, he's a, a yoga instructor who specializes in a specific, uh, it's called a uh, push stand, I believe it. Uh, you know, I'm not the push stand, so it's like you get in a specific position and then you go up into a push hand, into like a into a handstand. And this, it's something that I never thought possible. My mobility and my stra- I've just never thought possible after a hip replacement as well. Never thought possible. But watching this guy and he he's been liking some of the stuff I've been uh, posting about yoga, and he always comments some deep. He's, he's you know he's really insightful, and so he comments some deep stuff as well on some of my content. So you know we've built up this bit of a connection just over over um, over text and over you know conversation through Facebook and Instagram. And I hit him up a couple of weeks ago saying that I'd love to uh, I'd love to meet him actually in person, <laughs> like. I've met him, like we've crossed paths, but, but I haven't really met and sat down and, and, and spoken. I'd love to meet him in person if, if he could teach me how to do this 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 stand in, in yoga. And he, for sure, he's he's a trainer in that, he's a coach. So I organized to go see him. And I went to see him in, in Surrey Hills in Sydney. And as he rocked up, you know, he's smiled and bang straight away, you know, shook hands and gave each other a hug. And, and there was an instant connection there, as there always is when you drop the ego. In the past, if I saw him in the street, to be honest, it probably would have been a fight. There probably would have uh, at least an, an argument at the least. Uh, but there would have been angst and 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 drama and and low frequency, uh, low frequency actions. We're fighting, swearing, and carrying on, and all of that was ego. All of that was based on other people's perspective and other people's opinions and other people's beliefs about this guy. None of it was formed from myself. 
And when I had these beliefs about him, again, there would have been fights. But dropping that, when I first saw him and, and we connected, bang, shook his hand, hugged, <sighs> connection. Went upstairs to this gym and went into the room. And, you know, I'm I'm new to yoga, so I'm I'm his student. Obviously, I'm his student. He's, he's my master. And... And just feeling that and, and seeing him, you know, take control and, and his confidence in his ability, it was beautiful, you know, and it was just soul connection. There was no ego there and, you know, he was confident in his ability, which which was beautiful and he couldn't wait to tell me and help me and, and, and inform me of, of, you know, my strengths, my weaknesses, what I need to work on, how we're going to work on it. And for the next, like the session was supposed to go for two and a half hours, but we were there for about three and a half. We were sitting down talking, connecting and and we're smiling, we're laughing, we're joking around. And in the, like I said, in the past, I would have been, you know, I was, I thought I was this big tough guy, this, and and I know everything. And he, he, what's this guy going to teach me? And who's he think he is? And but we wouldn't have even got to that stage. But just dropping that shit and just listening, and being a blank page, and he was spotting me. And even as even something as simple as you know he was spotting me when I had to do a specific move and he'd grab my hips and he'd grab near my crutch and just pull me up and help me out but there was there's when there's no ego involved and it's just connection on connection all that stuff doesn't matter back in my ego days I was like what's he fucking doing what's he trying to grab me there for and you know what I mean and I'd feel awkward or feel shy but this was just him helping me and you could feel that you know don't get me wrong there's there's creeps out there that may, but you can feel you can feel the difference. He, this this guy was just bang, grabbed me and just confident in his ability, and and he showed me and he and he was improving my ability in yoga and not only in yoga but in life and and just that the, for those three and a half four hours whatever were there. All it was was connection. You know, I was a blank page. I didn't think I knew better. He he knew a lot more than me, but it wasn't coming from ego. It was coming from wanting to help me. And what I learned from that, you know, we we dismiss so many connections so many relationships because of other people's beliefs or other people's formed opinions of other people you know when you keep an when you keep an open mind and an open heart regardless of color of skin regardless of ability regardless of weight regardless of you know uh, financial status regardless of anything you know there's genuine beautiful true connection that that comes from that right and, and it's and it's life at its best. It's connecting. It's and once you you open your heart, they open their heart, and then you hear their perspective of life. They hear your perspective, and you learn. And it doesn't come from an ego based mind where you're trying to be better than them and teach them stuff, but just because you want to show that you're smarter or you're stronger or you have more money, you know, you're teaching or you're you're learning from heart, and that's where that's where life again is at its best. So. Be open, be open, open-hearted, <laughs> open-hearted, open-minded, uh, and and drop ego, drop, you know, and and as well, maybe you've got past relationship where you're holding a bit of angst to because something happened in the past or someone told you that they have said something or whatever it is. But when you drop the ego bullshit, drop the past, and just look at things for what they are, you know, that's where beautiful relationships come from. And I'm so thankful that I've met this guy on on this path now. I'm so thankful that 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 I've dropped the bullshit. I'm so thankful that I observe and I experience life for what it actually is rather than my mind mind made illusion. So that's all it really is as well, is 
different circumstances, different people and stuff like that. We go into them with, I said in an earlier podcast, with a file about different people or even some of us have files for different races or religions or, you know, weight people, people that are poor or people that are rich. We have all these files that are filed away and we bring those out and that's our response to this person. You know, so I'm, I'm thankful now that I, I, that I see things for what they are. Don't get me wrong, things still come into play and judge because I might have heard something earlier, I might have heard on whatever from people on, online but when these judgmental waves come in, and I feel it, and I, I hang on a second, that's a conditioned thought. I, I'm, I'm so thankful that I can observe my thoughts, and th- I still slip up, and I do actions from this. But I capture myself now, and capturing yourself is the first step towards getting control of it or releasing it. So that was something I learned, and I'm so thankful for that experience. So if you're listening to my man Sid, uh, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate that. Peace. All right. So to this week's podcast. This week's episode, I should say, there's a difference. This week's episode, I'm going to go into a story that I've learnt a massive lesson from. Yeah, and I'm hoping that it's something that you can learn from. It's it's the happiest moment of my life. When I'm interviewing people for this podcast, and I'm going to ask people probably at the end or at the start, whatever, what's the happiest moment of their life, and by doing that, it's it gets people looking through different moments of their lives that they're really happy about. Happy, happy. Yeah. Oh no, this one's the happiest moment. And I'm, you know, reconditioning yourself to look for the good things. That's not the best. That was that was good. That was good. That was good. Ah, here it is. Here. And what it does is it raises your vibration. Raising your vibration allows more of that that vibration, that that happy energy, to, to, to be attracted into your life. So the more you're feeling good, the more good happens. It's I'm not going to go into too much of the law of attraction. We might save that for another podcast or go into the into quantum physics and stuff like that because <laughs> although I understand it, explaining it, forget about it. <laughs> so back to back to what I'm getting at here. So this happiest moment of my life. This is a pretty long story, but please listen in. It's 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 a cool story along the way. I for you guys that have, don't know my past, so this sets up this story here. So for six years of my life, you know, I was morbidly obese, nearly 130 kilos, never exercised a day in his life, struggled financially, slob, hurt people, people hurt me. I was living this terrible existence, really terrible, terrible existence. And during this time, like I hurt a lot of people, a lot of people hurt me. I was down. Down. Life was life was rough. I nearly died a few times, facing jail time. Like life was, the heavy life was really heavy. Addicted to drugs, blind drunk, pretty much every day. Life was terrible. So, turning it around, so it took a lot. Took a lot. So this sums up this sums up my the happiest moment of my life. So I lost, ended up losing fifty kilos. So I lost all the weight. Huge process. A lot of mistakes made, a lot of, you know, and I started boxing. And my boxing trainer, I hope you're listening, my man, Al, Al Sykes. I love you, brother. He's struggling a bit at the moment. I'll send you my love. I, so I started my boxing and won my first three fights by knockout. On top of the world, flying, life was going great. You know, I was still an amateur, you know, but I was, I was going great. No more drugs. No more alcohol. You know, I lost all this weight. I was staying away from from negativity. I was focused. I was training every day, eating right every day, watching positive YouTube videos, trying to train my mind. I was reading positive material, training my mind. Life was going great. Life was flying. 
right? Couldn't have been happier. I was, I was doing, get, waking up early in the morning, doing my sprints, going to work, coming back, then training, doing my boxing, my sparring, flying. I was, I was buzzing. I was on top of the world. And then I get a phone call from my brother. He goes, Luke, I'm going to Thailand on Friday. Come with me. And I'm like, no, I'm boxing in a few weeks. And I had just joined the Navy as well. This was a massive thing for me. I, I just joined the Navy. It was something that, you know, my best mate, my best mate was in the Navy. I saw it as this proud career. There was a few issues with my criminal record at the start, but supplying references, I got in. And my parents were boasting about it too. All my my family, Luke's changed his life around. I'm proud of your son. And all my boys were proud of your brother. You know, you've done well. You you know, we thought you'd be dead or in jail. Good on you. You know, so I was proud of this. I had this big goal of mine. It was the only thing I ever wanted to do. It was the only career idea I ever had. It was the only thing I ever wanted to do. I saw it as I was like this soldier protecting our country. This is me. Right. So my boxing and my and my navy, I'm like, this is it, here we go. Everything positive in my life, we're flying. And my brother calls me, like I said, and said he's going to Thailand. He said, Come with me. I said, No, I'm 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 going into training in a few months. You know, I've got my boxing, I'm fighting in a few weeks in boxing. I don't want to go. He goes, Please, brother, just come. You know, it can be your last party, your last hurrah. And I'm like after a while I was convinced, I'm like, Okay, I'll come. So I had to get a loan, another loan to go. On top, I just got a motorbike. I had to get another loan to go on this trip. So, long story short, like this, this story is huge, but I'm I'm going to cut back on the the details in Thailand. What happened in Thailand? The first night I'm in Thailand, you know, after living this clean life for so long, I get high, get party, and I'm run over. I'm hit, like hit by this truck and run over by this truck. I break my both bones in my leg, break my hip, my pelvis. I dislocate my jaw. We then go on this huge adventure in Thailand where we were trying to get away from these people that we owe money to. Uh, we're stuck in the country for another 10 days because it was a political coup. And it was this heavy, there was this heavy experience there that, that, that I'm going to speak about in another, pod, another episode, another podcast. But for now, this, is, this isn't about that. This is about the, the happiest moment of my life. So getting stuck in Thailand for that time, finally I get back. But I fall back down in, into that dark, depressed hole, back on the drugs, back on the alcohol, put all the weight back on. Everything I lost, I put it all back on, and then some, nearly 60 kilos back on. And I was back living this harsh existence, right? And I I received a letter during this time from the from the, neighbor, from the defense force stating that because of my injuries, because I now had plates in my hip, hip pelvis and, and, and in, my, in my leg, that I was denied entry into the Navy. And I was crushed. I was crushed. I, I, I appealed it and I went in and, and proved my fitness. <laughs> However, uh, and I had to get a lung capacity test as well just because I was stabbed in the lung. I had to get that sorted. And, and I, I passed everything. But again, because of the, pre, the pre-existing injuries, I was denied entry. So I was crushed, right? And I, you know, down in the dumps and... I find I started getting back back into my training finally. Like again, this is a long story short because there was a, uh, some big things that happened in this process. But um, so I started getting back into my training, back with my trainer. Started losing all the weight again, and I'm back, still down because of the 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 navy didn't accept me. But I'm back into my training, and I lose all the weight weight again. Lose nearly sixty kilos this time. I had to get get down to like seventy five, but I got down to seventy four. <laughs> I had to get down to 75 kilos and I'm down and 
so I start training and my trainer goes, Punchy, Luke, you know, we're going to enter into the state titles. And I'm like, you know, it's my, it's my first fight's back. Like, I, he goes, you you know, you're strong, you're tough, you, you know, your mindset, you, you, you can, and he spoke to me, you can do this. You know, you've, if anyone can do it, I know you can do it. So I go, cool, I'm in. So the first fight, so this is my first fight back. So it was, it was a tournament. So the first fight, so you have, you have a fight, one fight each day. So my first fight, I knocked my guy out uh, in the second round, I think it was. And there was, a, there was another really hot competitor in my weight range. He did the same with his guy. And then another fight the next day, I knocked my guy out in the first round to get into the final. And the this this other main competitor of mine, he did the same. So he knocked his guy out in the first round to get in the final. I knocked my guy out in the first round to get in the final. And he was undefeated, and so was I. So he was at like a... a Different, obviously, a different training camp. However, we we still we had connections. My trainer knew his trainer. A few guys in our boxing camp knew knew him and his trainers and stuff like that. So we, there was this connection there that we had, and and there was this bit of a bit of a talk behind the the fight, and and but because it was the final, uh, the our final was delayed for a couple of weeks. We're gonna it was gonna be held at this this bigger event at a where all these pros were fighting, and so it was gonna be delayed. So during these two weeks. Leading up to this this final, you know, the mind, the mind, my mind started creeping in. You know, you've he's he's a better fighter than you because I watched him. Technically, he was a better fighter than me. You know, I was stronger though. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was he was a great fighter and he was undefeated. And his his camp bet our camp like my guys uh, that he'd knock me out to win the fight and my camp bet the same so leading up to this fight like there was this huge pressure and my dad and brother both won this title as well when they were fighting and you know so and my dad was dreaming me up mucking around you know like don't don't let the family down <laughs> you know you know it can't be the only one that hasn't won the title and you know so there was this huge amount of pressure you know and pressure just this build-up of it as well you know of, of all this my past just all, all the drama all the fights all the you know the weight loss, the the trip to Thailand, the injuries, and I fought myself back, and now I'm back. At, and and these two weeks leading up to it again, there was this huge pressure, and the mind crept in. What if you get knocked out? He's going to beat you, you know. And just back on, no, I've got this covered. So you know, there's always that battle, and and sometimes people crumble to that to that other side and may feign an injury or pull out or whatever it is. But you know, it's. But for me, it was, it was there was no question of doing that and there, there never is there was no question of doing that and you know I was just had to focus and train hard you know and just more, more than anything rest that mind so two weeks leading up to it heaps of pressure the night of the fight you know I weighed in and I, he weighed in and you know it's it's funny you can see the fight you know who you're fighting and they're maybe across the other room or they're they're you know who knows they're, they're up to something they're doing and you just sort of glance over and you can see them speaking to their trainer and their trainer sort of maybe looks over at you so there's this there's a bit of you know this interesting energy there because you know you're about to fight this guy and he's sussing you out you're sussing him out and and your mind is playing tricky oh look at his shoulders he might be a bit stronger hang on a sec i've got him covered or your mind he's got a big head he looks like he's got a strong chin you know your mind just plays all these games and judges the moment and and either way hopefully builds your confidence or drops it <laughs> and walking out to the like I'm sitting in the change room. My dad comes in and he's introducing. He brings all his his friends in. This is my boy. He's having, he's fighting for the top, for the state title. 
fighting for the state title tonight. And, you know, he's, I can see how proud he is. My brother's there with me. And luckily, my brother was actually in my corner that night, which, you know, I'm so thankful for. And walking out to the fight, there was smoke machines, there was music going on. And it was, oh my gosh, this energy was just unbelievable. And my, my tra- one of my trainers um, who I fought with Junior, he's calling out to the, we've got this punchy, he's calling out to the to the other camp, you finished, like it's sort of half, half mucking around, but 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 not, like because he knew them and they were screaming at back as we're all walking out. So we walk into the ring, you know, bouncing from foot to foot and this is it, you know, my, my dad's, I can see my dad standing down ringside and I look up and there's my opponent across the ring. He's, he's undefeated, we're both undefeated. So we go in and touch gloves and looking at his face. And the first round, the first round, like we're, the first exchange, like we both f- f- throw a few punches and then we get caught up in, on the inside and he, and, he, and he throws his shot and it just kind of hits me in the ear and I was just, real, and I could feel his strength and he sort of pushed me off him and he sort of manhandled me. And the mind starts going, oh, he's stronger. He's, he, and, and then, and the mind starts cutting him with the doubt straight away. He's stronger than you. He, he was a good shot. You haven't been hit that hard before. And then you just got to push that shit aside. But he did. He, he was really strong. And then later on in the first round, he, I'm, I'm like putting some pressure on him. And then he steps back and just throws his right hand and just bang. I felt my nose just crumble straight away. So he's broken my nose. So he wins the first round. <laughs> during the during the break, during the break, my brother's in my corner and he's like, look, you know, he's talking me up. You know, go to the body mall. He's talking me right up and they're taking the blood out of my nose and I'm you know, struggling to breathe because my nose is bleeding. I walk back out, second round, bang, we're into it and I, I win the, the second round convincing. I, I landed a few good shots. He's backing up, he's backing off. Landed some really good shots and then I was spent though. Like he was spent. Like it, it was, it was a, it was a really good fight. It was a really good fight. He, we we're non-stop. I know each other and the, after the second round, we're going into the last round. I'm sitting in my corner, and I'm struggling to breathe. Like, for, for, <laughs> there's no, there's no feeling, honestly, like like a, a fighting fitness, like being totally spent from a fight, whether it's your jujitsu, whether you're boxing. Yeah, it's complete depletion. For, your, your soul is depleted. And I'm sitting in that corner. My brother's grabbing me. He's like grabbing me by the singlet and he's put, come on, you like digging deep. Please dig deep. Do you want this? You've got to dig deep. It was like something out of a movie. And I'm like, I want this. I want it. He goes, well, fuck, let's do this. Get out there. Fucking do this. So whoever wins the last, the last round wins a fight. Well, that pretty that's that's going by you know going by the video and by going by everyone's perspective of the first two rounds. So I walk out there and I catch him with a good body shot early, and then he's backed off, and then we get get tied up, and the ring, the the ref separates separates us. And coming back in, I throw this right hand to the body, and and growing up, I remember you know my dad always used to say, look, you know when he'd try to get me boxing and stuff like that, and he'd, we'd watch his videos and he'd show me him dropping people and stuff. He goes, look, when you when you land a perfect punch, when you learn land this punch, you know you you land it and it feels like a tingle up your arm. It doesn't hurt. It feels a tingle up your arm. It's this complete energy, this pleasure, and you just see your opponent drop. He goes, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like that feeling, you know of of I've been, it's, it's a perfect punch. And I hadn't felt that before, but, then, now, but until now, I threw this punch to the body and he sort of dropped his hands and I banged straight over the top with his right hand and just perfect punch, landed straight on his chin. My my hand, my arm just like, 
buzzed in pleasure. And then next thing I know, bang, he's down at my feet. And the crowd's going wild. The crowd's going, I've got, I wipe the blood off my nose. The ref pushes me apart. And he takes a knee. The, the count up to eight to nine, bang, gets up. So he's up. The tough bastard's up. I go back in. A few more exchanges. Then I throw his overhand, over, overhand right and catches him well again. And his eyes roll in the back of his head. And he sort of just grabs under me. Ref, ref jumps in and stops the fight. So I win the state title. And... I throw my mouth guard out and I run over to the corner and my brother, my brother is like hugging me and I just remember looking up at the ceiling and it was just dark up at, dark up at the ceiling and I just held my hands above my head. I'm getting this feeling now, this like feeling, this feeling now, this, these goosebumps and this energy and it was just complete elation. I was crying like it was just like inside. I was just like, I was screaming. I was just like, yes. And my dad came up and hugged my dad. I was bleeding and I hugged my dad and I could feel his love. And just this whole experience for me, you know, because of what I went through in my past, because I, you know, a lot, I stuffed up in Thailand. I broke my, I broke my leg. I broke my hip. I broke you know, my jaw, and. It was just, and it just summed up, you know, all the stuff that I went through in my past. That this is my new life, and that moment there was the happy. I think about that moment now, and I still get that feeling. It was the happiest moment of my life, and I'm so thankful to be able to experience that and and relive that through. That I love watching the video, and I will sit down with my dad sometimes, and we watch it, and and it brings that feeling back. Thinking about it now, it's, it's unbelievable. So. That being the happiest moment of my life, and what I feel from that, and what I learn from that, I, I do it like I do a lot of meditation. I do a lot of vis, vis, visualization. I do a lot of energy work where I'm trying to boost my energy, and and it, without getting into too much detail, I do a lot of stuff that that's going to improve me mentally, spiritually, emotionally, whatever it is. I'm always experimenting and and always doing different things, and I'm big on frequency. I'm big on energy. Like I said, I'm big on you know, the law of attraction as well, you know, like attracts like, whatever frequency you're on, you're going to attract that, that's, so if you, just a, a quick version of, it. if you're feeling like shit, you're going to attract shit, if you're feeling good, you're going to attract good, right, that's what it all boils down to, there's, there's, there's actually proof behind it, like scientific proof, right, it's not just mumbo jumbo shit, there's actually real concrete proof, there's proof behind this, okay, what I do is to set up my day, when I finish my meditation, I think of that moment. I relive it. It can only be 10 seconds where I relive that looking up at the ceiling, feeling my brother's hug, then my dad coming in and hug. That, that, that whole experience, I feel that. What that does for me is it raises my vibration. Raising my, 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 my vibration, like I said, like attracts like. So that feeling of feeling good, of happy, of successful, of achieving things, feeling that, Guess what happens throughout my day? Opportunities come up because my eyes are open to it, because my energy is open to it. So that's a, a massive one for me. I set up my day. I set up my day with a lot of different things. I'm, next week or the week after, I'm going to do give a step by step play on on what, what certain things in my day, on what I do, and why I do these, and and things that you can implement into your lives to improve your happiness success and, and your mental health however just, just just this quick one that this is what i do is i is i sit down and i and i do this visualization and and get myself into into feeling good so i can attract these certain things throughout my day life couldn't like for me 
I, with that sound like a wank, life couldn't be any better. I, I'm so, like, things that come into my life and the people I meet now, the, the lessons I learn, the, the experiences I have, the opportunities that come into my life are beyond belief. I'm so thankful for my life. It's beautiful. It, and, and a lot of that, and all of it comes down to this, the frequency that I, that I put out, the energy that I put out, the smile that I put out. And it comes down to conditioning. It doesn't just happen by accident. For some it might, but for me it didn't. Because, and for, for a lot of us it doesn't because we've conditioned ourselves for the opposite, for the shitty sides, unfortunately. For feeling negative, for looking at the shit parts, for, for feeling down, for, for playing the victim. Because we've conditioned ourselves with that through a lot of different factors that I'm going to go into detail in another episode. Right, but conditioning myself and thinking of that happiest moment of my life, it sets up my day. And I, I, gen, I go back to that bit. Sometimes if I'm in traffic, I try to think about that. It's not about me just thinking about it and thinking, oh, I'll accomplish great things. No, it's about the energy. It's about the emotion, the feeling behind it. And it's feeling that. It's not the thought. It's the feeling behind it for me. So what's that been the happiest moment of your life? What can you feel? What can you set your day up with by thinking about? What is it? Because unfortunately, we've conditioned ourselves with the negative. We've got to start reconditioning ourselves with the with the opposite of that. So you do that. But it starts with your thoughts, but not only your thoughts by feeling your feeling by visualizing. So start getting that as your as your dominant force. Your happy moments, thinking of your beautiful energy, your successes. When you, when you start reconditioning yourself with that, guess what's going to happen? More successes, more happy moments. And you're going to be feeling good, which is the most important part. It doesn't matter. It's not about what comes into your life. It's about your feeling. So condition yourself by feeling good, by thinking of those happy moments. You know, I know I'm a big believer of living in the moment, 100%, right? But we're living in the physical realm here and past and future is, is a part of our reality. You know, Eckhart Tolle would, would say opposite, but at the, for us to live in this world, you know, I feel that we have, to, we have to use it as an advantage. So instead of playing the victim, instead of being negative about our past, use it as an advantage because we're going to think about it. We're not enlightened beings. We're not Buddha. We're not Jesus. We're not whoever. We're not really, we're, we are not enlightened beings, unfortunately. So we are conditioned with our mind, unfortunately. We are making steps towards bettering that for sure, but at the moment we have to use it as an advantage. So think of these past experiences and use these past experiences as an advantage. Visualize your future as well of you achieving the certain things. Get in a state of complete elation, complete happiness of these happiest moments of your life and guess what you're going to attract throughout your day? Please, get into that feeling, that beautiful feeling, those beautiful thoughts. Stop conditioning yourself with the negative. Start conditioning yourself with the thinking of the achievements of your life, of your goals that you want to achieve. Think of the happy, positive feelings, and you're going to affect and you're going to attract happy, positive things into your life. Bang! I hope you enjoyed my story. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Stabbed Ego Project. I've got I know I spoke last week about the upcoming book launch and mental health event that I'm that I've got coming up. It's confirmed. The date is confirmed. Saturday, November second. I'm going to have more details for you soon. It's at Hurstville, which Hurstville Civic Centre, which is in Sydney, my old hood. <laughs> I've got some big name speakers speaking that night, same as myself. But more details coming soon. Uh, follow me on my Insta, Luke's Kennedy, or Facebook, Luke S Kennedy Speaker. Keep spreading that love and I'll speak to you all next week. Peace out.